0: So these are the emotions. The emotions are the sh- are the color that the feelings take on. So you have wholesome. So what do you got for emotions? You got love and joy and friendliness and humor. Wholesome emotions. Wholesome emotions. Uh, humor. Love for your cat. All the different loves. You know, love for your cat, love for your mother, empathy, empathy. Uh, hmm? kindness, uh, generosity support, oh, you know, all these wholesome things, thank you, charity, then you have neutral feelings, which is how you live actually most of your day, so there's not a lot of motion in neutrality, the the texts say that if you're in neutrality, you're actually slightly positive, in that sense, your day is much more positive than it is negative, generally, because although you might get angry at work, you probably only get angry for an hour or two. For the rest of the day you're kinda of fine. But because because the negative emotions are more overpowering to the ego, the negative emotions are very seem very big in relationship to this and the positive ones maybe seem a little smaller. The emotions are the colorations for the feelings. All right, so on meditation you're not you're not trying to change your sensations, you're not trying to change your passions, you're not trying to change your your lusts or your whatever. But you're trying to see it clearly. Oh, okay. In, in terms of the sensory, the nature of sensory exploration, you have to wonder about your country, right? Now you go to Japan, sensing, sensing, sensing. The range, the variety, the attention to detail, the uh, complexity, the uh, artistic sense of the design, and uh, they're an incredibly high-powered sensing country. It's, it's, it's like they use their sensing function to justify their thinking position. So, in other words, they sense it this way and therefore it's good. But look at it the other way. Take the English diet <laughs> and say you're Japanese. And you say, uh, don't you think you would like to have your vegetables a little less cooked and you know, don't you think you want to just move out of the chips and beef pie? So, anyway. All of this is by way of studying and anal- analyzing and uh, reflecting on your sensorial addictions that you take for granted simply because they're you. And so from a meditative point of view, you're not supposed to get upset. You, so you, you study this in terms of your meditation practice, this brings you into touch with Amitabha and the discriminating wisdom. You go, so what is it? And what is the difference between a, a, a chip and a crisp? It's all potato, right? So. Discrimination of the differences, discrimination of differences takes you down into your feelings, so what's the feeling what what is that feeling discrimination of feeling takes you down into the body. the body takes you down into habitual patterns and tendencies based on your childhood conditioning or older as you go along. All the skandhas happen at the same time form feelings perceptions consciousness fact it all happens at once, but it's two compacted to get a good look at. So in order to get a good look at it, you take it apart, which is what we're doing here. Now, in terms of your meditation practice, you don't have to do anything. You just keep doing your meditation, your breathing meditation, or your Tara meditation, or your whatever other meditation you might be doing, you know, Zogsen meditation, or your Mahamudra meditation, right, which is just basically resting peacefully in the moment. And whatever comes up, you watch. So, up comes an emotion, up comes a craving, up comes a feeling, and and you go, okay, what's that, rather than just running out to act on it. You see the difference? If you just run out to act on it, you have only one option. You have to run back to you. Because if you run out to it, you are by definition running back to your ego identity. That's not wrong in and of itself, and you can do that, please, the rest of the year except when you're doing your challenges. But in meditation, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be not running out to it. You should be holding yourself back to, to study the need for that cup of coffee, to watch what happens in the body when you don't do it, to watch what happens in the feelings when you don't get it. And you you watch the the program download itself, and you then you know your ego. And once you know your ego, stimulation, recognition, structure, once you know your ego, you're already free of it if you take note of it. You don't have to change it, you don't have to fix it. All you have to do is take note of it. Because before you had any of it, you were still you. And in fact, now you really understand the nature of transcendental freedom, because basically that consciousness precedes your birth and succeeds your death. Before you, consciousness was. During you, consciousness is. And after you, consciousness will be. And that consciousness is your Buddha nature, and so if you identify with the label, then that's the source that is the source of the suffering. From that, the suffering will pour forth. It can't help it, it can't it can't not because it was born and it's going to die. and so the way we get around it as egos is we posit a god or a heaven or some sort of place we're all gonna meet up and hold hands and sing songs. Or so, I don't know what we're gonna do in heaven. We're probably gonna do what we did here, which is argue and fight all the time. And so from the point of view of discrimination, you recognize that the, the hungry ghost realm is where you're ending up with this. Every time you try to get back to your chips, every time you get back, you want your mummy, right? Unfulfil- the hungry ghost realm is marked by unfulfilled needs of time of past. And so your ego, by definition, in relationship to its sensing functions, its cravings, its passions, its lusts, so on, is an unfulfilled need whose time has passed. You ever had gone back to a favorite food that you thought was going to make you happy that you don't eat anymore? I don't know. In in North America, you have a lot of junk food, right? So, you know, for me, it was Smarties. You know, I don't know. You have them here, Smarties? Okay. It's like I used to eat a lot of Smarties as a kid. I loved them. I thought one day, I was in, I don't know, somewhere, and oh, let's get a box of Smarties. I, I remember as a kid, I loved Smarties. I ate too, and you got to have sugar right here, you know? But the, the thought stream that Smarties were great, we're still there, right? But they actually don't make you feel very good, <laughs> kids love them. So so too with your ego structure, you, th- you think that by, if I hold that in place, I'm going to find, somehow I'm going to find happiness and contentment. but And you do, insofar as you keep that car going down that road at 60 miles an hour, but the minute you take the foot off the gas and start resting into nothingness, it starts to crack a little, doesn't it? So what's your strategy? Let the thing fall apart or put your foot on the gas? What does the ego want to do? Put the foot on the gas. Because you're afraid that if you break apart, you're going to end up in oblivion. You're going to be that Emptiness as destruction, or emptiness as absence, rather than a fullness that exceeds. There's no breakthrough without breakdown, and you want the breakthrough, but you don't want the breakdown, and you you can't. I'm sorry, you can't have it. Sorry, once you accept the breakdown, it's not particularly difficult. You just don't want to break down because it's uncomfortable. Now, breakdown doesn't mean you fall into a blobbing mass of functionality. It simply means that you're. It's like a chiropractic treatment or something, or a massage. You know, we've got like a deep tissue massage. It's like, you know, ow, ooh, kind of uncomfortable at the time, but you get up from the table and you go, whoa, I'm ready. Bring it on. <laughs> and so, too, with the meditative aspect, that meditation is largely a break down. It's kind of taking it down back to where. extending it out. You can really facilitate that process since you don't have that much time to meditate by challenges. Traveling, doing different things in your hometown. Well, why should I waste my time and money doing that? Why why not just save my money and I'll go out with dinner with my husband on Friday? Because you've done that. (laughs) You do that all the time. It's It's not opening the box. That's Perception. So you change your perceptions. My perception changes a little from clay pigeon shooting. Not a lot, but a little. And they build. So habits are easy things. Once a week, you meet someone. Do you always start the conversation, or do you always wait for them to start the conversation? So change it. When you meet Mary, you're always the one who starts the conversation. Wait for Mary to talk. It can be very interesting. Watch how quickly it gets uncomfortable. And it doesn't always have to be a negative it could be a positive. Everybody wants to feel that they're in control of their own world. right? You've got a problem with this. Oh, you should have areas of your world that you're in control of. right? But don't you want to feel like you're in control of your own world? Now if your whole world is based on the external, don't you have a bit of a problem? Mm-hmm. So you're much, much better off. Your strategy is much, much better off by getting your control of what you really want to be in control of, and what you really want to be in control of is your state. And you cannot get call, control of your state. It's not possible to get in control of your state if your state's always measured by what happens out here. Is that logical or what? So you make your peace with the playground of life and you get control of what you really need to get control of, which is your state in relationship to whether you get your own way or not, whether it goes this way or that way, whether you get what you want or what you don't get. Through that brings you in a wholesome state. By being in a wholesome state, then, you fight for what's important and you let the unimportant go. And even if you don't get your own way with the important, you also let it go. I'll guarantee you that if you clean up this state, you're going to get your way out there much, much, much more often. Do you know why? Because if your state is clear, that's better for everybody. And so they're going to go along with you much more often. But if your state is unclear, they're not going to want to go with, on with you, even if it's a good thing to go on with, because they know the state's unclear. They sense the state's unclear, and they won't go along with it because there's something wrong with it. And what's wrong with it is the state's unclear. And if the state's clear, they'll go along with it even when it's not so great. When something comes up in meditation, it's not like you have to put the label on it, like a word, you just note it, right, you're just aware of it. And then if it has a vibratory energy in it that gets your attention, if it's not karmically tied to you, you won't even trigger you. But if it triggers you in some way, then there's the karma. It's subtle, granted it's very subtle, and it gets more and more subtle, and it's very fast, so you can't do it all. So you just pick up the ones that really pop up at you. If you did them all, you'd never get an inch. Yes. Just um, a question. question, um, the mantra, yes. om hri Yeah, there's two mantras from Amitabha usually, om amitabha hri swaha, which is more for loving kindness in the world, and om hri is more for sending them into the light. So when humans are dying, you can do om amidevahri, okay. and when animals die, you tend to do om ratna kutra hung. Yeah. So if you're passing a dead animal on the road, you can do om ratna kutra hung, which is, means Enter the jewel state of consciousness, but animals aren't really in a position to love, in the, in the sense of a conscious. It's instinctual; it's not a choice. So humans can love by choice. So that that that's the ami part. So ami de, and dewa means shine, to shine. So friendly shining. Go to the friendly shining. <laughs> Was that your question? Okay. For more information, please visit. ClearSkyCenter.org That's C-L-E-A-R-S-K-Y-C-E-N-T-E-R.org Thank you.